0: in their gameplay their commentary gets an A so boys girls black white brown and blue if you're kind and you're respectful too then we would like to welcome you to Miss Adventureland.
1: what's up everybody and welcome to panels and pictures our comic book and comic book media related podcast i'm bobby and i'm here with justin hello Hello, 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 hello to everybody listening. Hello, everybody watching. We're recording this live Mondays at 9 p.m. That's when we uh, record uh, podcasts live on the internet over at Twitch.tv/slash Misadventureland. So if you're not hanging out, you're missing out on some good, some good, good chat. Uh, Grun asks before we start the show, "Have I done my homework, Grun? Who do you think you're talking to here?" Yes, I did my homework. Um, though I did finish issue six of powers of X 40 minutes ago
0: (laughs) was 12 issues of comics. It's not that much to read. It's not that much to read, but I forgot (laughs) it's not like I have not been reminding you. You reminded me one time. That's a reminder. One time
1: you're sort of proud of me. Thank you. Um, well, it's better that I read them closer to when we record than if I read them th- four weeks ago. Fair, last time we recorded, fair,
0: fair point. Fair point.
1: Um, I knew I planned it out. I knew how much time I had, so I, w- I was fine. Um, I have, I have in the past, Justin, read comic books to talk about them on a
0: podcast. It has happened I before. I don't remember this. And much more than twelve issues. <laughs> I don't. I have no recollection of this ever mm-hmm. happening. I mm-hmm. think you're lying to me. I'm
1: not. I'm not um so tonight we're gonna talk about powers and x powers of x and house of x which i i've read um and uh we have a couple more justin's gonna speak about amazing spider-man and do quick talk about what's the name of the crossover that just ended justin is there a name for it x of swords x of swords justin's gonna do non-spoilery talk about x of swords swords of x whatever it is um and or swords that, of x yes swords of x um, and then if there is time, I'm going to speak on the HB, uh, sorry, the DC universe, original Titans. Um, and then the main event, we're going to rank the non MCU Marvel movies, um, which I'll give you a little, a little Pico. Here's the list. Um, we'll get back to that. We're going to order that list right now. They're in release order and we're going to put them in a very different order and we're going to do it in a different way than we normally do. Um, lists, correct, Justin. Very. We'll talk about that in a moment. Um, so yeah, so if people are for tuning in for the first time or listening for the first time, uh, I used to host a podcast called Talking Comics, which still goes on by the way, and you should you should check it out. Um, and I read comics a lot of time, um, but I did uh, a lot of them, but that's been a long time since I've done that. So this show is an effort to both talk about comic book related media, but also sort of get me back into comic books. Um, and Justin is helping along the way. So Justin, we didn't explicitly talk about this, but you need to have another assignment for me by the end of the show.
0: Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Um, I thought that was sort of
1: implied, but yes,
0: it was. And it was completely, um, forgotten, completely forgotten that I would Mm. need to do this. Okay. Well, yeah, you have a while. Um, Mark says daredevil number one or get the
1: fuck out. Um, for the non-MC rankings i can tell you it won't be it won't be the worst mark <laughs> i'm it you it won't be number what's somebody there It won't be number 32 um but i don't think it will be number one either you can't picture and picture with twitch oh on the ps5 andy that's a shame that sucks
0: well, that- I mean, as a quick aside, we didn't get to talk about this, but after you signed off last night, we were messing with the picture and picture. Mm-hmm. So I was broadcasting to Andy. Andy was broadcasting back to me, uh-huh. but Andy was also watching Mark's broadcast. Nice. Kind of had like a little triangle going on. And the people at Sony were obviously running around screaming, somebody figured it out and shut down <laughs> the server. That's funny.
1: Oh, we were talking about it. So the PS5, this is not the video game show, but the, on the PS5, you can screen, you can, you know, do share, play like you couldn't PS4, but you can actually like go play a game and pin somebody else's gameplay onto the screen. So I think Justin, actually, when you and I actually do like two person streams, uh, it's going to be actually really useful because yes, it, one of us can pin the that. other person's video. It'll be small, but it'll at least be something for people to look at and know what's going on on that person's screen. Anyway, we have too much to talk about with comic yeah. book related stuff to talk about video game stuff. So video games later video games later let's talk about powers of x and house of x by jonathan hickman written by jonathan hickman i should have written i'm out of practice because i did not take down the, the the people who did the art on the books um i can look that up for you okay look that up for me um but actually no justin i'll look at i'll get my ipad because i have them fresh on my ipad mm-hmm. uh, i'm backing up i'm backing up i like those shorts thank you the the, the... The uh, it's like the newscaster. You're not
0: supposed to see from the waist down. You're not supposed to see from the waist down.
1: No, no, you're not supposed to see. I'm wearing gym shorts right now, and not like fancy, f- fancy slacks.
0: I can't get up ever when we're <laughs> doing these.
1: Otherwise, we'll get banned. So for House of X, it looks like um, I don't, and I don't know if it was the same artist across all of them. So, but House of X, it looks like uh, penciler Pepe Larraz and colorist Marte Garcia. Um, for House of X. And I'm sure somebody can correct me if I'm wrong about this. And Powers of X, uh, penciler, RB Silva and colorist, Matt, uh, Gracia. Um, for, for, for that book. Um, so this is a 12 part um, essentially a 12 part mini series, right? Kicking off Jonathan Hickman's run on the X-Men, which is currently ongoing. Correct. Correct. Okay. So, um, Uh, Justin, why don't you like ask me questions about how I feel about it or what you want to know about my thoughts on it? Because we haven't talked about it at all. Not at all. I I said yes, I'm reading it, but I would not give Justin anything.
0: I guess overall, what did you think of this miniseries? So a couple of things. I say I'll separate it into kind of like two sections for me,
1: which is like. the delivery of the books and also the content of the books. Cause Hickman it, it, normally I wouldn't even talk about this, but Hickman is very much about like all of the ephemera around like his story and all his like pages of text and charts and, and all of that. All that shit. So hey, just as a, a first aside, I just wish it had been a one twelve part series for one. Because ju- and this is this is more of a problem of reading it the way I was reading it, which is after the fact in one big chunk on a service that delivers issues one by one. Right. I was like, const- and there's a reading order in the back. So I was like, co- I was like going, I was like checking it, but I'm like, I'm always like, I I, I, I go to the next book. And then for a, every single issue for a moment, I'm like, am I reading the right one right now? Or am I going to be confused by this? So yep. that was part of it. Just wish it was one 12 part thing called whatever you wanted the fuck to call it. I, I don't care, but th- I, that's, I, I wish. Um Uh. Like, and this is the thing. This is the first book I've really I've read, i read I was reading Daredevil Chips of *Dear Daredevil, but this is the first like um like in really involved um Hickman book esque book and especially the really Hickman book that I've read in a very long time. So I forgot that he spends like the first couple of issues, like um intentionally trying to m- confuse the shit out of you about what's going on. So first couple issues I was like, I don't like I should say this the House of X stuff, I was like okay, like I get it. Like it's pretty straightforward about what it's it's, straightforward, but the the story it's telling, right. It's just like, okay, Xavier decided to make this like mutant Island or whatever out of the living mutant uh, Krakoa. um, And he's going to move everybody there. And he's trying to like bargain with the rest of the world to make sure that everybody's safe, everything is going well. And sort of like setting up that nation. Right. While over on powers of X is really where it kind of gets a little gets wild very quickly. Where it's like, okay, there are like these like three or four, was there four, three stages of X?
0: I think there are three. No, it's three four. Diff- it's four. Because it
1: it's zero, ten, a hundred, 1, a thousand yeah, are the are the are right. the um are the powers of, of of X. Um uh and uh that one, the first issue of that, I was like, go fuck yourself, Jonathan Hickman. Like, I do not have like the mental time to like try to track these different time periods and what they mean and characters that I don't know, you know, and, and also there's thing for me part of it for me is also like I haven't read comics in a long time, especially X-Men comics in a very long time. Like I think uh, even even when I was what even when I was still reading comics and still doing um talking comics, I think I stopped reading X-Men after Bendis stopped writing them, I think. I think that was probably a safe
0: jumping off spot.
1: Like, I didn't read X-Men Blue and X-Men whatever the other one was. and all, There was all one stuff.
0: good run, and I think it was X-Men Red. It was Gene's team. Mm. But I think it was by Tom Taylor. Groon or Hulk could probably correct me if I'm wrong on that. And it was, like, only about 12 issues. But it was, like, one contained story, and that was very good. Gotcha. Uh, and then after that, it went off rails hard. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, the stuff was the last stuff I, I, I read of X-Men. So...
1: There are characters, thank you Alexis. that was, was a good choice for me to stop reading after Bendis. Um, and, and so, I mean, obviously, I know a lot of, I, I, like, I've read, like, significant portions of X-Men time. It's not a book that I, I constantly read throughout my life or even when we were doing talking comics. It wasn't a book that I was always on top of, but it was a book that I, I've read, and I've read, I've gone back and read, like, the Morrison run and, like, other big runs. Or things. So I know, like, characters like Zorn and stuff like that, like, I know who they are, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but at the beginning when you're in powers of X and they're like, Oh, here is this mutant that looks like she's like, and they explain this later. Right. But like, she's like part, part, the character magic. She kind of looks like night crawler, but she also kind of looks like whoever I, I'm like, I, am I supposed to know who this person is? Because also Wolverine is there, <laughs> you know? So that's the part I think that, you know, but by, by sticking in the familiar with something that's unfamiliar, especially in those areas, I was, it, I spent the first couple issues of powers of x explicitly being like i don't know what's going on like i don't know if i'm going to be into this um but like much of what hickman actually finishes you know it it does come together at at a certain point and when you start to realize how the issues play off each other and and how they're building it's a pretty i think it's a pretty cool story um you know uh Green says Hickman, king of the long game, and he's absolutely right. That is how Hickman plays things. I think both to his benefit, because sometimes you're like, holy shit, and sometimes to his detriment, because sometimes my my like my tolerance for the bullshit like wavers up and down. You know what I mean? And when I look at like you know a 1000000 semicircle charts of like who is where and what's going on
0: um you know oh it's I, I, so good
1: i get frustrated sometimes it's um, so
0: like you and i are on the polar opposites of that scale like <laughs> i know when i'm reading hickman i'm in for i'm like I'm, I'm in for the long game uh but i thought what was really interesting on on with his setup for x-men i thought it was much more like fast moving right off the bat compared to his fantastic four and Avengers runs. Like yeah. we see the setup we we see I think maybe my favorite issue of comic book ever was uh, House of X number two where we find out about Moira. Moira's well, cool. the, the Moira story is very cool. That one issue where we find everything out about Moira, I think, is maybe my favorite comic book ever because it was, you know, it was teased as like Hickman's going to do something that's going to shake the foundation of the Marvel Universe. And you're like, sure, mm-hmm. whatever, like, the, I, you know. It's it's another week. It's another big overpromise from a comic book. And then when I read it, I was like, "Oh no!" This really did change basically my thinking of of the Marvel universe, especially with the X Men. And I thought that was fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say like it as sort of like universe spanning the story might be. I feel like it definitely changes the state of the X Men. Yeah. and what the X-Men can do. I don't know if it really change. And
0: again, I have changes reading, like the outside the outside stuff. Yeah. It
1: doesn't really, stuff. I don't read, I'm not reading anything else. So I can only speak to what I'm experiencing from the story I just read, but it doesn't feel like it's, it's, it's like, you know, changing the, like the Avengers or, or whatever, you know, because yeah. it's really even like the, the, the cancel, like the sort of like destroying death angle is really just about mutants, right? It's not really about anybody else. Yep. Um, uh, um, you know, Mark is saying it only, you, you only plan if you pay off, it's a hard and fast rule of storytelling. And that's absolutely right. And I, I think my, some of my tribulation with Hickman, and this is obviously probably not going to happen because this is a big, this is a Marvel book, right? It's not an image book. It's not like one of his, like his, one of his fleets of fleets, fleets of, fancy. of fancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, is that I've, I read several Hickman books that never went anywhere because he never finished them. You, you know never what I mean? Finishes. And, and that's the, I guess that's the part of me that that's the reason the like, kind of like bullshit meter goes off mostly because I don't, because I also just like that kind of storytelling and that kind of lore building and that kind of like mystery box stuff. I like that stuff. But but like Mark is saying, like I have had experience taking where he hasn't finished it off. So I I also think I, the one thing I will say, and this is not about the way he writes any of the X Men necessarily, but it is about the fact that, and again, I haven't read any of the actual like run he's done of like the X Men books. These books are very lore heavy. They're very like setting up the state of the world and having him sort of like you know reset and and get the playing field where he wants it to be. So I don't know what he does with the characters moving forward, but I I will say that like. Um, he does use this like, a- and there's a secret ancient race of beings that control the universe. And there's one more that you didn't know about. You thought you knew who controlled the universe, but guess what? There's a crazy god mind in the black hole, and they really rule the universe. And they're coming to get you, and you can't do anything. To do- you can't do anything to stop it. And like, uh, uh, not that I, I think that's a bad. Like, it's a cool. It's cool, but like. Every Hickman book every major Marvel Hickman book that I've ever read deals with that exact story. Well, in, the,
0: in his in The Fantastic Four, it was what? The um the Celestials. The Celestials, yeah. And in the Avengers run, it was the Beyonders. Yeah. Yeah. And in this one, we get what is it, the Phalanx or The, the Phalanx, yeah, the Phalanx. Yes, yes the Phalanx, well, which
1: are kind of like this like hive mind of intelligence. They go around and and like they're basically almost like celestials, right? They go around and they eat planets but they eat like the intelligence of the planet and make it part of their thing
0: so i will say in since so it's been over a, y- a year or two since those books came out i can't remember the exact time frame but we're i think it's know, like a yearish i think a year maybe a little bit more yeah, maybe a little bit but more. year and a half but i've seen none of that i don't even right. know if, it, if the book is going to go in that direction that was kind of just like an offshoot of like this is one timeline that we're seeing this is one of moira's lives and like it could end up this way but and I was so going to ask in, that question,
1: so that's yeah. so why I was, yeah, was going to ask books, that question. Okay.
0: You know, he's writing right now uh, New Mutants, which is fantastic, and okay. I think we'll get into this a little bit later, but I think I'm becoming uh, a huge fan of Magic. It's great Where great I, I wasn't before, but he writes her really well, uh, and he's writing X-Men. And then the rest of the books is like kind of like a creative team with him, where he's mm-hmm. laying out, him and the other writers are working on ideas together. And he's kind of steering everything, and that gets into that crossover that I was talking about. Um But yeah, like it's I think it's very good stuff. And that's
1: the other question too I was gonna ask you, right? Was that like I don't know how the if this story is seated and it's gonna come back with like this higher intelligences. Because there's a thing near the end where that um intelligence or whatever is like, oh, um, if you do this now, we're gonna know. Oh no, never mind. Because they say if 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 you let me go into the black hole or whatever, I'll know who you are, and it, th- this exists out of space and time, so we'll always know you're there or whatever. So that's something. Here's what I want to say. Here's one a question I want to ask you, Justin, because you've read you X Men books. The the um how does he how does he do with the characters? Because like in this book, in these books, he the characters really are not any more than just like. Plot devices, essentially. They're just there to move the plot along. And, and like, when, things I love about X-Men are, like, the X-Men. Like, you know, the characters, like, you know, and all that stuff. So, how does it's that stuff so, go it, I think on?
0: it's, like, it's so different. What I love about this run, and I think it stands out more than maybe his other runs, is just how different the books feel from a normal X-Men book. His Fantastic Four and Avengers runs, it was the FF and the Avengers. They were Bigger teams and things were happening, but they still felt like those books. This feels like something else completely like the X-Men are literally no more. There is no such thing as X-Men anymore. They are just the nation. Right. So when the, these teams break off and they do other things, they're like strike teams. But there is no actual team named the X-Men anymore. So with the characters, yeah, like he has a good handle on some of the characters. Like I said, I think he has a good handle on magic. I think his new mutants book is fantastic. I've never really been interested in reading those characters before, but like I'm fully invested in. in. But his X-Men book is basically the Summer's family and Wolverine Mm -hmm. and dealing with like interpersonal dramas there. And like the advancement of the X, like of the mutant nation. Right, okay. We literally get, the, I think issue four has a scene where it's Magneto, Xavier, and Apocalypse, and they go to some summit with other world leaders, and Apocalypse is wearing a suit. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. <laughs> it's good stuff. But um, like, you know, like, Cycl- like, let's take Cyclops, for ex- for example. Yeah. Cyclops, for years, has just been, they've com- Marvel completely mishandled that character. Yeah. They took him from a very, very good place, which showed a ton of character growth, and literally... Just erase that entire character and put some other shithead in its place. In his place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cyclops right now is, like, refining his voice, where he's not like he was before. He's not, like, the leader of the X-Men, but, like, they lay out, like, a government structure, and, like, Cyclops has an important role in that government, and he fills Mm -hmm. that that role to a T, but still not the way that I would want him to be, although in this crossover, he's, like, start... the old Cyclops is starting to, like, crack through, which is really nice to see. But, yeah, like, he ha- he has a handle on the some of the characters, but, again, it's hard to tell because nobody is behaving the way they should normally behaving because we're in an entire new status quo. Right,
1: right, right. The only right. person,
0: I'll say he, another one he's got a real good handle on is Nightcrawler because Nightcrawler, I think, is a pretty easy character to write. Mm-hmm. You write him with a heart of gold and very entrenched in his faith.
1: I do and really love Nightcrawler. <laughs>
0: you would like the way he writes something, because he does. He's doing some interesting things with the character, but still remaining true to who Nightcrawler is.
1: And I will say, I think that not, I I say in in the, in this set of books, um, I think uh the ones I read specifically, I think Nightcrawler, even with limited time, I think Nightcrawler, like Emma Frost, um, Magneto. Um, the, those like those three stand out to me uh, for character stuff in, in the books more than, more than I think the other ones, the, anybody else in the book, um, you know, there's like the, what I find interesting too, is like, um, the Mr. Sinister stuff is so like bat shit crazy? crazy. Yeah. And yeah. silly, um, which, which, which I did not really expect, I guess from a, from a Hickman book, um, really embraces sort of, um, the you know that part of it, um which which I didn't really expect, um which which was cool, and I love Mister Sinister as like a villain so or like as a character I should say so it, it this, it's fun to see him in there.
0: This version of him is wild,
1: yeah. Um, but overall I I I would say I like them and and it, and I and I was like okay maybe I should just keep going and read X Men. I was I got, I got confused because the they at the end of uh, Powers of X six they have like the next reading order thing. Which is like okay, and the first thing it says is Dawn of X, and I thought that was a book because oh, I yeah, it, and it's the series. I realized that because I couldn't find it on Marvel Unlimited. And I was like, let me just type in X Men. I went to X Men and said the start of Dawn of X, and I was like, okay, all right, I I get it now, um, I, I get it now, um, so yeah, so and I, I I guess also I my thing with Hickman too is that uh, Green mentioned Secret Wars is that he. He was doing Secret Wars when I stopped doing talking Comics. Um, and I was like fed up with it at that point. You know, I was just like, I'm done with all of this. And Secret Wars was supposed to be done by the time I was done. I was going to like leave, run, like we're going to do the last thing. And like got delayed for so long that I don't even know how it ended because.
0: I did very good. <laughs> I,
1: I just, I just, I was done, you know um so that's part of it so let's move off of, of, of this um and justin you want to talk about um oh you want we're, we're in it so what you want to talk about the crossover right not yeah just spoiler-y. so
0: the the crossover finished this week uh and just like you what was happening was like three or four issues are coming out every week and so i would be like i'm not reading any of these like i'm not reading a couple of these books but i'm buying them anyway and they would just tie in really well uh, mm-hmm. to like the main story it, you would feel like you weren't losing anything by grabbing these books so i got like a really cool 22 issue story but same just same i'd be like what issue did i leave off with last week and i have to click and be like all right x-men that's okay that's 15 of 16 all right let me get off that book and go to the next one okay that one's 60 okay so i'm going <laughs> go i'm going in the yeah. right order yeah uh it's wild it like i thought it was going to be one thing ends up being another and then kind of steers back to what i thought it was going to be but again, very grandiose storytelling, this secret history of the the mutant universe that you didn't really know about, um, all ties in to what's going on in this conflict, but I enjoyed it completely. I didn't think, I didn't think there was a single issue I read where I didn't pick up some sort of extra knowledge. And, uh, yeah, magic is my favorite now, I think.
1: That's cool. Magic's a great character. Uh, Bendis did a good job with her too in that, um... That uncanny X Men book that he was yeah. writing, where it was like the yeah. other team or whatever, yeah. Um, uh she was There's also a, good. So... I think she was in the run before that too, before Benicio Over, where it was like, remember it was like half Jason Aaron and half mm-hmm. uh, Kieran Gillen. Yeah, it was like uncanny X Men was Kieran Gillen, and then uh, Wolverine and the X Men was uh, was um, Jason Aaron. Uh, both those books are great, but the Kieran Gillen one I think
0: had was, uh, magic was in that one. She's a good character, but I'm I'm really growing to like her more.
1: She's really cool. Um, you also want to talk a little about Amazing Spider-Man, right?
0: Yes. So, um, quickly, uh, because there's just some wild stuff going on in ASM right now. Um,
1: who's writing it again? Uh, Nick Spencer. Oh, Nick Spencer. Okay.
0: Yeah. So we're at issue fifty of Nick Spencer's run, or just just thereabouts, about issue fifty. In issue one, he introduced his character called Kindred. Uh, who is kind of like the grandmaster of making Peter's life miserable, but in like a very strange way, like not not out in front of it at all. He's kind of been like planning things behind the scenes and haunting Pete's nightmares and like just giving Pete this like overarching, uh, arching sense of dread. And we finally come to the point where we find out who Kindred is because they're meeting face to face. So I'm going to spoil this for anybody who's, not reading Spider-Man or reading Spider-Man, I I like I have to talk about this. So Kindred is Harry Osborn. Now, this is a little bit weird because 12, 13 years ago during Brand New Day, whenever they did that terrible idea where they canceled Pete and MJ's marriage and Mephisto was there and he was involved in that, one of the stipulations was that Peter was going to be sort of happy so Harry Osborn died in like Amazing Spider-Man 300, something like that, or Spectacular Spider-Man 300. He's been dead since the early 90s, and in Brand New Day he came back, and he had a son, and he was hiding from his father, and like kind of like traveling around the company. And he's popped up in the the books here and there. This Harry Osborn though is the one that died and has literally been in hell since the early 90s. Okay, and he's now come back. But what's interesting about this? is he's got doc- co- a comic books but b <laughs> like he's got dr strange involved and like the whole brand new day thing that they set up where he made the deal with mephesto over like the last year or two has been like cracking like you like there was a there are a couple of pages in that spider-man uh deadpool book where they ran into mephesto and pete's like i feel like i know you like, I feel like we've 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 interacted before mm-hmm. and like in a couple other books, you can kind of see where like the like the glass is breaking. And now Doctor Strange knows what's going on, I think. And I'm expecting fully the whole veil to break. And the last 14, 13, 14 years of Spider-Man books will change. Uh, So it's this like really weird thing that's happening in the books right now. And I'm like, I'm very interested to see where it goes because I hated Brand New Day. With a passion. Was that a slot joint? That was a slot joint, yeah. Okay. No, actually, no. Was that pre-slot? That That was pre-slot. That was at the end of uh, Michael J.
1: John Michael Straczynski. Yes.
0: Yeah. He kind of led into it, and then slot took over, was one of the writers rotating in Brand New Day, and then took over and wrote it.
1: Wasn't that to really, that put Peter's identity back in the box, right? After Civil War, wasn't that part Mm -hmm. of it? Yeah, that was
0: part of it. Gotcha.
1: I mean, I, I didn't start reading Amazing Spider Man like weekly until or monthly until uh
0: slot like was in there. Slot
1: was slot was in there, and was yeah. like it was like well into his run too. He'd already been doing it for a while. But time I but time I took I started reading
0: it there. Uh yeah, so it's weird, and I'm excited. Like I I think Spencer's run has been good. I mean, he brought MJ back as like Peter's girlfriend, but now I I'm very interested to see where this goes.
1: Right. Yeah um so i did write one of my favorite spider-man stories ever which was uh uh superior spider-man
0: oh yeah superior spider-man's fantastic
1: yeah i remember the time people were not happy about it justin
0: <laughs> people are <laughs> gonna be not happy about a lot of things uh, pete was always gonna come back you may as well just let them write the story
1: yeah that was a great story though i loved that story that was awesome
0: um uh i know what i'm gonna tell you to write or to read
1: Okay. It don't don't kill me though. Okay. It's so a miniseries. series. So just tell me now then. If you know it's now,
0: it's six issues. Okay. It is deceased.
1: Oh, I have to buy that shit though.
0: You can borrow it from me.
1: <laughs> How? I thought you had DC Universe, don't you? No, I don't have DC Universe. I canceled it when I got HBO Max, Justin.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I'll, I'll give you my Comicsology password. You just read <laughs> it from there. It's six issues. It and I are. I, I think it's maybe the best sort of superhero zombie story I've ever read. It's very <laughs> good. Uh, and yeah, Grun says deceased is freaking amazing. It's and yeah. Now they, I heard they're it's writing. Great. They're writing the sequel to it right now. I, anything Tom Taylor writes is great. Also, so,
1: but also like DC, what, what uh, not, about the quality of the thing is terrible at naming things. Sometimes it's a terrible name.
0: It's a great name.
1: It's a terrible name because when I heard the name, as somebody who was not reading, I was like, "This is so stupid!" Like the name, <laughs> the name of it. Do you remember when they did the, the what the fu- the WTF month or whatever, of books that, during the New Fifty Two era? Sometimes they just don't know what they're doing. Um, yeah, I like the
0: I, I like the name to cease though because it's a good play on DC. I get the play on the name, okay? Yes, Mister. <laughs> I hate puns. We know. <laughs> But yeah, um, we have like
1: we have we have love for Superior in the in the in the chat though, as they
0: should. It's the best Spider Man um, costume ever.
1: It's a great Spider Man costume, and I was thinking about this. We're gonna, you know, we're transitioning into the other media stuff in a second. But w- I was playing um, Miles Morales, the video game, and there, Justin, did you, did you complete the all the the tests yet? that the, the Peter gives you. Did yeah. you do the final test? Yeah. Okay. So there's this thing during the final test where I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but basically, um, uh, Peter is narrating or like, or speaking as one of his villains. Right. Uh, Um, and that's sort of like, and it happens throughout the game in both games, right? Where, where, when Peter, when Peter's around, that's what miles is a different character. So it's different, but like there's this thing where I just love that. Like the criminals are like super annoyed by, by him because he won't shut up. And he won't, like, I love that part of him. The, um, those video
0: games get the Spider-Man sense of humor extremely well, which yeah. is not easy. Other media doesn't really get it very well. Yeah. Well, the I'll say the movies, I don't think I've ever nailed the humor except for one movie we'll talk about in a little bit, but yeah. Um, the, it's always hard to pull off, but the game pulls it off. Great.
1: Yeah. There are moments in the movies where I think they get it right. But this like, and again, they've never done enough movies with a, with, with, with recurring villains that come back in other movies to really hit this home because you never yeah. have like, like that moment. Right. And, and, but I uh, speaking specifically because this moment, I always remember us superior Spider-Man. So what, when like Peter kind of takes back over, right. And he, it's, it's green goblin, right. That he is. Goblin. Yeah. And, and he's been fighting, you know, the other, the Doc Ock version of this whole time. And
0: then he knew like, it was Doc Ock too. The Green Goblin knew it was Doc yeah, Ock in the yeah.
1: body. And, and he, <laughs> and he gets in this fight when Pete's taking back like over and he just says something to him it's and like, he's I like, I don't have
0: to carry around a purse. Yeah. And he goes, it's you
1: or whatever. And like, yeah. I just love that moment that the, the way he knows it's him is because he's a freaking ass. And like, I love that about it. Um, when spider-man is talking banter then you should be somewhere else when talking isn't talking banter then you should be somewhere else um uh well we're gonna be talking about andrew garfield and all that stuff right now we're gonna mark we're, we're gonna transition over to all of those all of the spider man's except for the tom holland one because we talked about that during the mcu um, discussion. Uh, in, in just a moment, um, quickly I just want to say I've been watching, we're just moving over to the picture section now. I'm going to be talking about a TV show very quickly. I've been watching uh, Titans, the uh, the DC universe original now on HBO Max um, a D- DC show um, around the Teen Titans, just called the Titans in this. Um, and I'll say for people who have not watched it um, that have just seen maybe trailers for it and must be like the fuck Batman, like thing that Dick Grayson says in the trailer. They focus on heavily when they're marketing the show. I would say it starts very rough, um, but gets much much better, and to the point now where I'm in season two and I'm like very into it. And they're doing like kind of more classic teen sight and stuff. Like Deathstroke is involved, and um, th- th- there's still like an element of there's a fascinating element to it of. Most of the time when they do like dark superhero stuff, they're sort of, when it comes to like established DC or Marvel characters, they try to make things more grounded and more real. Um, and they're like, no powers and nobody has, nobody has names and you know, it's all this stuff. It's, you know, he's the hood and you know, he, you know, whatever. Um, in this, they're like, no, all the comic book stuff has happened there's a Justice League. There's Batman. There's Superman. There's Green Lantern. There's Green Arrow. Everybody's out there. That you hear them talking about it. There was even another Titans team already that Dick had, Dick had formed that had a run-in death Deathstroke that had gone very badly. Um, and now there's just a new team forming. And I like, I really like that aspect of the show because it 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 makes the universe feel very big, although you're mostly seeing just a few characters, right? Yeah, that's good stuff. Um. And it has a team that composition that I like. Like, uh, um, uh, it's got Beast Boy. It's got Raven. You know, um, they're interesting. Superboy. It's got Wonder Girl. It's got like a bunch of cool characters in it. Um, It also has Jason Todd in it. And I know that most likely Cody is in the chat somewhere listening to this. Um, And Jason Todd is how he should be, completely insufferable.
0: (laughs) Bad character. I'm sorry, hear um, you here? <laughs>
1: um, uh, but I, I'm really going to like it. Like oh, this is the second season, um, where I'm at right now. The beginning is very rough, and, and they do a little bit too much of like the, like you know. So I don't know. Sometimes they kill people, like you know, kind of stuff. Like if things go bad. Um, But I like what they do with Starfire a lot. I think that's a really cool thing. And they're developing the character of Raven nicely. I like that stuff a lot. And they're definitely building to Dick becoming Nightwing. I'm not done with season two yet. He's kind of given up Rob and never wears a costume right now. Um, He's like, I got to figure out who I am. Um, But uh, it's cool. And Ian Glenn plays uh, Bruce Wayne in it, um, who is Jorah Mormont in uh, Game of Thrones. So, it's cool i'm enjoying it i'm very into it right now i don't know how the season's gonna end and i think they're doing another season so we'll see how that goes but that's it for that part let's talk about the main event justin i love it let's do it let's do it the non-mcu movie rankings um i'm excited um i don't know mark is now talking about guardians of the galaxy for some reason and i don't know why he's on a guardian of the galaxy beef so, here's Can't the deal. let it go. We're, gonna, we're going to rank these movies. There is 33 of them. Oh, my God. Uh, the beefs never end, Mark says. There's 33 of them. Um, starting with Blade in 1998. That's where we're starting. We're starting with Blade. Um, we're not doing, like, the Punisher movie, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher, or that really terrible Captain America movie, or whatever. Um, and going through the New Mutants that came out this year, they are all... And they're all theatrical movies, right? We're not doing any TV movies or anything like that. So we're going we're gonna to go through that. What we are going to do differently on this list, Justin, do you want to tell them? Because it was your idea.
0: Yeah. So normally we order things from worst to best. This list is filled with a few good movies, mm-hmm. some okay movies, and a whole bunch of shit. Yes. So we're going to order the list backwards. We're going to tell you what the best movie was and we're going to fight it out for what is the worst of these movies.
1: Yes, we're going to get to the 1 to 33 the going from one down.
0: Um. So,
1: because I think really you're going to see probably, I, my, my gut, Justin, is like 6 to 10 good movies and then the rest um, some degree of bad. That's my guess. That's mm. my, that, that, that's, that, I didn't look through the list and like I didn't even make my own top 10 list or anything before this no, I, I like just I normally we getting do into it yep yeah um, because I kind of didn't want to come in with preconceived n- two, two locked in notions um so um I'm gonna read through the movies really quick just so we can get the whole list done and people can kind of have a can be level set so people who aren't watching who can't see the list written out here yeah I'm gonna speak it out so um and this is in release order okay uh blade. X-Men, Blade 2, Spider-Man, Daredevil, X2, Hulk, The Punisher, Spider-Man 2, Blade Trinity, Elektra, Fantastic Four, X-Men The Last Stand, Ghost Rider, Spider-Man 3, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Punisher Warzone, X-Men Origins Wolverine, X-Men First Class, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Wolverine, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, X-Men Days of Future Past, Fantastic sorry... So Fantastic Four, the other Fantastic Four from 2015. Megs is here, thank you for the 300 bitties, Megs. I don't know why the alert didn't pop up, that was weird, I didn't hear it at least. Um, it didn't tha- go off. Oh, that's weird, okay, I'll, I'll check that out. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Megs, for that. Um, uh, Deadpool, X-Men Apocalypse, Logan, Deadpool 2, Venom, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, Dark Phoenix, and The New Mutants. So, um, I don't, uh, that's the list,
0: Justin. Okay. In release order. Um, what if we take the, the, we, again, let's take a grouping of movies we think belong at the top. Okay. Just get those up, up towards the top.
1: Let's do that. So obviously Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse belongs at the top. Um, X two, I think, belongs at the top. X two belongs at the top. I agree with you. I just rewatched it the other like last week. Still very good movie. Um, I I'm gonna go through the. I think I think Blade two also belongs like in the mix. Sure. Like for the I can, for for I the top agree with of that. this list. Um. Bye, Megs. Good to see you, my love. Bye, Megs. Um. Spider Man two also belongs in the top grouping. Yes. Of movies for sure. Um. Uh, I would
0: put Deadpool in that grouping.
1: Deadpool, uh, for sure. Let me do, let me go through here really quick. Let me find Deadpool there. There she blows. Deadpool. Um, let's see. Uh, Days of Future Past. I agree. I Days of Future Past should be on there. Belongs. I don't know. I just made the thing smaller somehow and I don't even know how I did it. Um, here we go.
0: Logan should be up there.
1: Logan should definitely be up there. hundred percent. Um Yeah, Logan's definitely up there. Uh let's see. Um So I think we got like oh, uh f- I think f- I think first
0: class I think first class should be up there as
1: well. Belongs there as well. This is the, this is the point where we've been like which of these movies are good? <laughs> Cuz that's really what we're doing here. Um, you know some like I like I think a lot of the ones that I'm not even saying are going to be borderline up there but not what, something I'm going to put up in that section. There was one more. Scroll down a bit. Um, let's see.
0: Oh. Eh, I mean, I, I don't It's going to to me it would probably be the end of that list, but I think the Wolverine is a perfectly fine Wolverine story.
1: It is a perfectly fine Wolverine story. We can put that we can put that up there. Um, I also think that we can put um Deadpool 2 in that arena as well mm-hmm. i agree um again this is not the order that i'm putting them in right now i'm just kind of getting to the top here um and then i think that's probably it the uh, yeah there are some borderline ones but sure um goodnight peach goodnight peach some of those like early marvel movies some of those later marvel movies that i think are okay but not great But definitely, they definitely won't be in the bad list. But we're definitely gonna—they're definitely not gonna be in the, the great list. Let's just say that. Um, got arguments about the Wolverine versus First Class right now.
0: Um, Alejandro says it best. I think the Wolverine was a good movie, except for the last fight, and that's where I lost the thread on the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that's okay. There's a couple things about the Wolverine that I don't think are great, but I think, and we're gonna—I think in general when we talk about this where it came from, from the last movie that had Wolverine in it was a pretty good jump. <laughs> um, all right, so let's, okay. We, so we've got like, we've got 10 movies here that are like in sort of like the very good to great sort of grouping, right? Um, so Justin, for me, the top two, like you wanna start, you really wanna start number one, right? You don't wanna we'll start or, number sorry. one. Okay, so, so to me, I think I think number one is probably pretty obvious, right? But for me, when we're texting about this, I said because you said you said Spider Man to the Spider Verse is number one, no question about it, right? Um, and what I said to Justin was, I think I I think I I said I agree, but I don't think it's like such a number one with a bullet. So far, have everything else like you think it know, is. I don't remember the I agree part. I don't know if I said I agree, I, but I did say something like that to you. You can read exactly what I wrote. I'm looking for it. Okay. I haven't sent you that many texts since that text I just I had to
0: actually uh I had to answer uh, Angela for a second. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah. Should we include Spider-Verse on this list? No. Yes, it wins. The fight is for second. You said that's fine, though I don't think it's the runaway slam dunk you do. The yeah. no, I agree part. Sorry, no,
1: I agree. Um, here's what I say. I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Logan are the top two. I by, agree. By far, I think. By far. Um, all I'm saying is I think Logan, What I, all I meant by that at the time was I think Logan is a fantastic movie and a really great way to send out uh, an actor who kind of defined the pre-MCU marvel movies right yeah. that that's that's sort of like and also just a really emotional good superhero story
0: it's, on top it's of fantastic that. yeah i i totally agree i had forgotten logan existed for a little <laughs> bit so uh, that
1: was the reason why i was saying it's yeah. not the runaway slam dunk you think it is because i think logan is also logan a is really a,
0: fantastic it's, movie it's a very very good movie
1: yeah and, and I, I haven't um, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I think Into the Spider Verse is a, an amazing movie. I, I've watched it—I don't know—four times in the last two weeks because the kids are starting to get into it, um, really hard. So I was watching it earlier tonight. But and I'm not going to argue with that because it's a really great movie, um, really funny movie. You know, really great character work, amazingly amazing visuals, like amazing animation and visuals. Great um, music.
0: It, it also took a character that not a lot of people knew. It did 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 the the Iron Man thing, which is take a character that some people know and make them a household name like Miles Morales household name.
1: Right. And I and I think like um, but I would say unlike Iron Man in some ways, I feel like Miles was primed like to break out in the way in the way that he did, because we're currently if you're reading the books at the time or a little bit before that, he's a fantastic character who for most of the existence um, until really until the crossover, until he got brought into the new universe, didn't have like a disappointing issue that he was in at all, you know, of yeah. a comic book. So really great character. Um, you know, uh, and there was a really good understanding, I think of Spider-Man by the people who made into the spider verse. Right. And I think that's also something that's very important. and um, something that we're going to, we're going to talk about as we go along these movies and the ones that fail are generally the ones that, don't have that, right? Don't have the understanding of the characters. Um, um, Mark says, Spider-Verse is also great, versus Logan is a straight up great movie. Spider-Verse is also great, but also gonna get boosted because of the accomplishment and technology and the success portraying the multiverse. I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you at all on, on those points, Mark, but I also feel like story-wise and plot-wise and character-wise also very, very strong. Um, yeah, I agree. So, so um, while I think Logan is fantastic and very, for me, they're very close. Like they're very close for me. I think they're, they're both achievements, um, in, in superhero filmmaking, um, in, in many ways. Um, and with both like very visionary people, um, you know, visionary people behind them. Uh, you know, Logan, uh, for me, Logan, just speaking on Logan now, not even comparing it to Spider-Verse in any, in any way. Um I-, I thought that um what, what they were able to do with with the the X-Men universe in Logan um you know in it um was just sort of pretty astounding considering I think at times how sort of the 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 history of the X-Men um, movies specifically was either sort of disavowed or leaned on too much throughout this huge this the movies that span from 2000 and what 2000 2000 from the year, to, from the year 2000 to the year 2020 you know like i, I think at times uh, are get weighed down by their own need to somehow all be in the same X Men like timeline, but yeah. I think Logan specifically does it so well because it plays with time in a much more, um, a much more powerful way, right? Because specifically we're seeing a character who has kind of embodied, you know, being indestructible, being, um, you know, forever essentially um, meeting his end, and I think that was very very powerful. I agree. Plus Daphne Keen is great as, you know, the whole movie's great X 23, essentially. Oh, and, and I like sort of how they shifted around. Cause you know, if you've read old man, Logan, the idea of old man, Logan is that, is that Wolverine goes away because he is responsible for the death of all these X-Men, right? He does a terrible thing um, because he's being fooled at the time. Um, he's being mind controlled and he does a terrible thing. Uh, they flipped that right in, in Logan to be on Xavier, not to be on Logan. Um and I think by doing that, it I, I think it, it's a more interesting storytelling mechanic than what is what was done by I think Mark Millar. Is he the one who yeah. called right, Logan? Okay, yeah, there you go. Um very good. So let's talk about number three, Justin.
0: This is now we're getting now, was, those, th- now now were those two. Yeah, those those were the easy ones. But I, I still think this is still pretty any of these movies can really fit in here, but I think maybe. Sp- Spider-Man 2 should be up there. We are in complete agreement, Justin. <laughs> At least for so I, now, we are in complete agreement. I mean, I I saw Spider-Man 2 three times in one day. The day it came out. I saw it with three different groups of people. It mm-hmm. was maybe for that part of my life, like one of the biggest moments of my life, mm-hmm. seeing how good that first movie was and then waiting for the second one was great. And yeah. the, I think the leap in technology that they had for like mm-hmm. showing him swinging through the city was a big jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought Doc Ock was a great villain. And great villain. there's a, there was a, there was like a lot of emo music in there. We'll forgive it. <laughs> Cause it was part of the time, but <laughs> uh, still a, an absolutely fantastic achievement. Yeah. Um, before and- these movies, before these movies were like, oh, there's a new superhero movie coming out. Awesome. Like a new Spider-Man movie. It's like, oh my God, they're doing Spider-Man and they're getting it right.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, There's a couple of moments in Spider-Man 2 and 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 I haven't even seen, like, I haven't watched Spider-Man 2 fully through in a long time, but there are still moments in it that just sit like completely in my head. And there's obviously like him stopping the train is an, is an obvious one and, and a very Spider-Man moment that they have recreated in different ways all over the throughout place. the movies throughout the movies and throughout the games too you know like that one bridge scene in miles morales is like
0: it's, it's the train r- scene just remember that spot.
1: train scene <laughs> like we're gonna do it again i mean they um, even
0: joke about that. i mean they even show the train scene in spider verse yeah i know where yeah. They, were, they were gonna get toby to voice that character too
1: yeah um but um what i, what I always loved about spider-man 2 specifically was by doing the thing where it takes away his powers and le- kind of lets him walk around a- a- as a regular person for a while, it really earns the action at the end of the movie because it, it is like a slow burn towards w- when that he, when he, you know, when he, when Doc takes Mary Jane and he, he does the thing where he drops the glasses and he like, you see his fists like grip and then he, you know, he goes or whatever um, and steals the costume back from, from Jonah. Or whatever from from the from the office where it's like hanging up like a like a crucified like uh, like Spider Man, um, a moment. And that entire like the train scene is great. the The entire final fight is great. And you're talking about the swinging thing, Justin. I will like. There's this moment. I think it's in that train fight with Doc Ock, where like he gets like Doc Ock tosses him on the and ground. he like,
0: on the ground, and, and then he, he swings, like he grabs the train, swings back up. I can't tell you how he, many times I rewatched yeah, yeah. that scene
1: is that thing where he like he goes in between the cab of a truck and like the back of the truck and he squeezes through it and then flies out um oh like that that's that that, that picture in my head of Spider-Man is always there you know um and that whole that whole action scene is great like from the point where he gets the clock tower and like even the very beginning where you know doc doc breaks the thing and throws him down at him and, and Spider-Man webs them to save the people and then tosses them back up at him. It's just such a well done action scene. And like, yep. um, even
0: still holds up to this day.
1: It does. I rewatched that scene. Like before, when, we're, when we're going up to this, um, all interest is everything Drake, except Toby. I think Toby Maguire is great. I just think that Toby Maguire is not, he's not the Peter Parker that you grow up with. And you see in the comics, right? Yeah.
0: That was, the, uh, I mean, that was my only qualm uh, qualms about those movies was that his, his Peter was different.
1: Yeah, they went through a very different thing w- with him. You know, he was much more emo, much more serious. You know, a lot way of the time. more
0: serious. I think he joked once the entire yeah. time, um and it was a bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> um. So
1: I-, I still think he's great, and I- I- I'm not saying this as any sort of competition mark between any of the people who played Spider-Man. Okay, not yet. Uh, not yet. Um. But to this day, like. Like, look where it is. It's number three on this list for two movies that came out in the last three years, right? Spider-Man two came out 16 years ago or, or Thank so you for making me feel old. <laughs> so, and if not for the last three years would have been the number one movie on this list. So I think it, it, it holds since the time because it is just a, a really great action movie. Um, and a really, and a, a really good Spider-Man movie. Um, it's still phenomenal. And like Mark said, it's absolutely still phenomenal. Um, it really great. Um, uh, and what I think what, what also what it does what a great sequel does, which is it takes what was good about the first movie and keeps it and gets rid of the stuff that wasn't so good, you know, and, and, and improves on what was done before. Um, and, and that's, that's amazing. Mark says, I was just out of high school when it came out. Time has ravaged me. Time has ravaged us all. Mark time has ravaged us all um what do you think about number four justin
0: i would put i would put either deadpool or days of future past here but i might lean towards deadpool Hmm. deadpool is very good deadpool was very good for a movie that ryan reynolds had to like convince people to let him be in and make yeah Um, and if that if he didn't leak that test footage that you know that 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 rumor that he leaked the test footage yeah, to get the yeah, movie made. Yeah. yeah. Like I I think Deadpool was maybe some of the hardest I've laughed in a movie theater.
1: Uh, I'm I'm fine with Deadpool being number four. That's yeah. the, I'm I'm totally fine with that. I, I like Deadpool a lot. Besides uh, he, they, they they got the they got Colossus done real good in those movies. They did. They did. Um, <laughs> um I say we can put Days of Future Pass next after yeah. Deadpool.
0: I, I mean, Days of Future Past was a wild idea that they were yeah. doing about making the two X-Men timelines smash into each other. And uh, they made it work. There were some um, gaping plot holes. Yes. <laughs> but for the most part, they made it work. Uh, and there,
1: uh, and yes, I, I totally agree with you. Um, and I think like. In, in my heart, I think X-Men 2 will always be my favorite X-Men movie, unless, you know when we get into the MCU and Marvel does like a, a pitch perfect X-Men movie, then I'll change my mind possibly. But still, I think for me and my heart X2 is my, my favorite because it would just, I remember so vividly going to the movie theater. Um, yeah. What, works is what you don't love the last stand. Um, going to the movie theater and just seeing that first, that first scene with Nightcrawler and being like, Holy the shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: They got they're doing color, it, right. yeah.
1: Yeah, they're just doing it. He's and they're literally like they're they're making the Banff sound when he teleports, you know, all of that stuff. Um, and I think that movie overall does a really great job. I think with a lot of its characters, but I, I think that Days of Future Past, you know, has similar feelings to it. And, and 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 I think, um, having there's that one scene in Days of Future Past where they're all it's like cute. It's like Wolverine, um, uh, Magneto, and Professor X. I think. I don't know if it's all versions of them, but it's that scene. It's like, it's like Jackman. No, I think it's just Jackman McAvoy and, um, uh, Fassbender. Yeah. All in this scene on this airplane. And I was like, this is amazing that these three actors are all in this one scene
0: together. And it wasn't even an action scene. Right. Um, it it was just great. Um, days of future past actually has one of my favorite movie trailers of all time. Oh really? Where they like, they string it all together. Cause I remember showing it to Angela. I was like, look at this. Yeah. And she was like, I don't understand how they're doing this. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um
1: and, and I think at least for those first and we'll talk about first class in a, in a couple minutes, but for those first two, first class and days of future past, McAvoy and Fastbender are so good in, good. in, in, yeah.
0: in those movies. They, they carry the movies.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um they're so they're so good. Fastbender, especially, is like I was going
0: to say McAvoy. McAvoy's oh, really? It's interesting. Very good. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's
1: great. But you know, there's that scene in days of future past, the beginning where he's like basically going Nazi hunting or whatever, um, which is just, yeah. oh, just amazing scene. Fastbender
0: is amazing in general, Mark. This is very true. His, um, it's so it's so weird what happened to his career. It's like <laughs> he had his moment and then he chose like one bad movie and it was like, Nope, this is not the guy anymore. I hope, he, I hope he comes back.
1: He's just, he's very good. Um, so in, what I would say here is X Age of your past and then X2 would be my, like my, my heart. And then I would think, I would say, me. I would say blade two also fine. Um, blade two
0: is great. <laughs> uh, it also still holds up really well.
1: Yeah. A great horror movie for one and a great action movie. Um, yeah. Uh, says, I think my issue with the original X-Men movies is they're more like Wolverine movies with the X-Men. And I don't disagree with you, Alejandro. I, to- de- I actually,
0: I, I totally agree.
1: They definitely were like, oh, like people like this Wolverine guy. <laughs> you know, he's the, he's the star of the show. And I totally agree with you um, on that. Um, going back and watching X2, it's definitely there. I, I think, I think never, never has, never has any of the movies gotten Cyclops even close to being Right. He's always like this wet blanket, complete wet blanket and, and, and just sort of like nothing. Um, but I will say, I think that they do Jean pretty well in, 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 in those original X-Men movies. I think obviously Xavier and, and Xavier, Magneto, Mystique, like, I think they do those characters, you know, uh, very well, especially, um, Wolverine is to the X Men movies as Daryl Dixon is to The Walking
0: Dead. This is what Mark said. I agree with you. It's a good, it's that's a good analogy. But that's if Wolverine didn't actually exist in the X Men comics yeah, and they exactly. just made him up.
1: Yeah, exactly. This Wolverine was like the most popular X Men already before yeah. before the movies came out. Um, Blade Two, is saying, excellent horror movie. I, I still think about those like
0: vampires where their halt and jaws open up um, and and all
1: that shit. So I think good. of two.
0: Thi- I think of two things with Blade. Uh, with blade two one is when he's like smacking that guy in the face over and over again. Then at the mm-hmm. end, he's like, he goes like so exciting. And then <laughs> when he catches the sunglasses behind his back by just reaching up and grabbing them and then just oh, yeah. like puts them on in one motion. I was like, yeah, yeah. Wesley Snipes is great.
1: Isn't also in blade two, that horrific, like, like blob man that they goes that he goes to see to get information from. I feel like that's what it is. Like a, like a vampire turns into a blob and then they like burn him with sunlight. It's disgusting. It's a very Guillermo de Toro like monster design. Um, who directed that movie, which is crazy. The Guillermo de Toro directed that movie, but that, that's awesome. All right. So that's Blade 2, number seven. Um, the, the, the last three movies like in our like top 10, Justin,
0: are X-Men First Class, The Wolverine and Deadpool 2. I would. I would think The Wolverine should be out of this grouping, the last one. Okay. I, I'm okay with that. And then for me, it's a coin flip between Deadpool two and first class. I would, I would put Deadpool two above first class. I think fine by
1: me. First class is great. Um, well it, it has great parts. I would say, I think the ending of first class kind of falls apart. Um, and, um, it, it, so I, I think that it's, it's a movie that is like, much of I talk about Iron Man, back that it's like two thirds of a really great movie. And then a third of a movie that's just kind of okay.
0: um, so, okay. You got to watch Deadpool 2 for the first time
1: for this assignment. I did. I did. I watched I, I the, uh, the ones I watched for the first time in the last like couple of weeks were Deadpool 2, um, Venom, The New Mutants and Dark Phoenix. <laughs> so I had I had a run. Um you didn't know the Juggernaut was in Deadpool 2. I didn't know the Juggernaut was in Deadpool 2. Uh, I also didn't know that he's voiced by Ryan Reynolds, which is pretty hilarious. I did um, not know that. Yeah. <laughs> um and I think that um, uh, it's really funny. You know, I, I like the action in it. I, I think that a couple of things about Deadpool 2 that make it lesser to me is just that, like all comedies do when they're a sequel, they redo jokes, um, and they're just not as original. You know, or or as funny. Like like the shirt the shirt cocking it thing when he has the little legs is funny. It's a funny scene but we've already seen the thing with the small body part growing back, you know? So it's just not as original. Um, Love also, Domino though. Domino's great. Really great. That whole x 4 scene is just amazing and hilarious and Brad wonderful. Pitt. Brad Pitt. It, th- all that stuff is just great. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of this, like the talking to the camera stuff. I like, I, I-, I think that, um, um, I, I think that they could have done themselves better I don't know why they kill Vanessa at the beginning of it. I, I just think there's like the stupid, like weird choices they make, right. Or whatever. But I, I think overall it's, it's a really funny movie and a good movie. Um, And, and I think Ryan Reynolds does a great job of being manic and crazy. Like Deadpool is, but because he's a real person and like, he can't always be at that level. It makes the character less annoying than he ends up being a lot of times in the comics. Cause something in
0: the comics, yeah. well, I like Deadpool. I'm like enough, like, <laughs> you know, That's- but when they get Deadpool right in the comics, they get him so right, like in that Remender X Force run.
1: Well, Justin, I mean, that's like one of the best comic book runs of all time. So let's, of all time. <laughs> the Remender X Force run is just fantastic. And so there's like, like, Cullen Bunn has written a bunch of really good Deadpool books as well. Like, there is good Deadpool stuff. I just, like, sometimes with Deadpool, I'm like, I got enough of you now. Um, But good, good stuff. Very fair. Um,
0: right, we got to get, get going, otherwise, we're we we go going to get until one in the morning.
1: Right. But these are the really good movies. We need to talk about, spend time talking about these movies. It's the opposite of what we usually do, Justin, which is spend a ton of time talking about the bad movies and then not have enough time to talk about fair, the good Fair, fair, fair. So we're flipping it on its head. All right, so what's the next grouping of, like, good but not great movies? I would say we got a couple already there. Blade, X-Men, Spider-Man are all in this grouping.
0: Yep. Um, I would put... Is there anything else? I would put... Uh, amazing. The
1: first Amazing Spider-Man in this grouping?
0: yeah i put that in there
1: that's in this like good but not great grouping i would say um let's see anything else no no (laughs) like there like there are definitely movies in here that i'm like i I like this movie but i know it's not good (laughs) i have like a sort of soft spot
0: for the punisher movie it's not going, it's not in this grouping. It's uh, if if it is in this grouping, it'd be at the very end. No, it's like, not in this grouping. It's like it's right before the no, next grouping. It's, it's in between in this, this, like, no. sort of okay grouping. I really like Thomas Jane in that movie. No, I'll, t- I'll, 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 once you're done with this I little would grouping. Put, you see, like, I would put Grun, Grun is saying it right now. I would like the Punisher and Venom exist in this, like, weird, I can watch this and enjoy it while also realizing that it's bad. Yes, but there's a whole grouping of those movies. I agree no, with you, I, Justin. I, but that grouping is like right in between the next bad set and then the really bad set. I agree with you,
1: but we're going after we do this small grouping, we're going to do that grouping, which is the this movie's bad but I enjoy watching it, and then we get
0: into the real fine, shit. Fine, 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 fine,
1: fine. Um All right. So, it
0: just cuz it's no it's not as good as any of these original no like, i think it's in the next like i think it's right after that like in that in that for me in that next grouping so i have a soft you, spot for thomas jade okay um i just want my kids back
1: um blade x-men spider-man how would we rank those three
0: spider-man x-men blade i might say spider-man blade x-men fine I don't feel okay strongly about it. I feel okay. strongly that Spider Man is above those other two movies. Other than I, that, it yes, mind. I agree I don't with you on mind.
1: that. I agree with you on that. And then Amazing Spider Man worse than X Men, and Blade.
0: Yeah, I
1: think so. Should we he, should we talk about Andrew Garfield quickly to make Mark happy?
0: Yes, I thought <laughs> Andrew Garfield was. <laughs> I thought Andrew Garfield was good. Peter, he's my second favorite one. I think. Yes, I liked him second best probably he's just too old again he's just too old but i thought that he got the nerdy stuff right yes i agree with you his dynamic with emma stone was very good yes agreed he's also just he's also just too too handsome to be peter (laughs) (laughs) me and him shared two theater experiences in a season mark is very excited i like andrew garfield a lot i think the first movie is better than the second. The second one, I think it is, is a mess, but it's a mess. Um, yeah. There are parts of the second art. I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like he's too cool to be convincing as Peter Parker. True. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that, that first movie I think is, is good. They did some interesting things. I liked the first person web swinging. Yeah, liked, that was interesting. Uh, I forgot it until so you just mentioned that. I totally forgot about it. It reminded me of it because of the stuff that the the, the camera work they do in Miles sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, Put yeah. Puts him in the, first the first person, Ganky or like is, yeah. on, it, yeah, mm-hmm. or like on his chest. Mm-hmm. The camera will be like on Miles' chest, and you got like the the feeling of web swimming, which they took out yeah. of the Mark Webb movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's good, but it's probably underneath those other movies.
1: Yeah, yeah I agree with you. I think Andrew Garfield was uh, my thing is like I think he's a better Spider-Man than he is a, a Peter Parker. Like, I, I, like too handsome. He's too handsome. I mean, the emotional stuff really works, in the, in the, and him and Emerson are very good together. They have a very good chemistry, so that stuff works very well from a movie sense. But I think, in when he's Spider Man, he's much more. Um, they they tried to do more of like the quippy, fast talking, sarcastic, annoying like dude. Like you know, when he's Spider Man, yep. and I know there was there was much stuff where he was like, oh, you know, like. When he puts on the, when he's Peter, he's like, you know, he's all on his head. But when he puts the Spider-Man stuff on, you know, he's, you know, he's, he, he could free himself. And, he, and I was like, okay, like, let's, you're getting a little too, like, deep into the the psychosis. But I remember enjoying Amazing Spider-Man quite a bit and being very excited for whatever was going to come next. Because I was like, this is a good building block. And then we saw what happened. No. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, so the next grouping of movies is so do we, uh, we want to do like we know it's bad, but we enjoy watching it. Okay, okay. And I,
0: I think there's another movie that fits in here that I actually enjoy that I'm, I'm seeing on the list. Okay, so you're saying I'm thinking probably, the, the, uh, I know the bad movies, bad movies, but we yeah. can enjoy, I, I watch and, and can find some enjoyment in them for okay. some reason. Okay. Whether it's a scene or a character or something, there's okay, enjoyment I'm, to be had in this movie.
1: I'm moving up The Punisher. Cuz I know you're going to say that. You're going to no, say I Venom. Mean,
0: I'm actually I was You're going to laugh. It's going to be uh-huh. bad times. It's going to be bad times for me in a second.
1: Oh god. What are you going to say? I kind of have a soft spot for Daredevil. <laughs> N- what? No. You're not going to get to a- argue with me at all. I would put Daredevil a like first on this list, I think Daredevil should be first on this list. Um, I, I, l- I have a, cr- I have a stupid amount of affection for a bad movie in Daredevil.
0: Um, we are getting a bunch of hate right now. I could sometimes
1: bad movie. Oh, no, we're getting some hate and we're getting some love. Um. <laughs> um so far, well, I'll say this too. This is a weird thing to say, but there's like a director's cut of Daredevil that is way better than the theatrical version I of I have Daredevil. seen it, yes. Yeah. Doesn't um, it have Coolio in it? Is it Coolio that's in the director's cut? It may be Coolio. Yes, it is. I think is in the regular cut, but I think he's I more. Think just longer, yeah. Yeah, in the director's
0: cut. Um, I'll take the Evanescence see, all day the, long. Yeah, I'll take the Evanescence. I haven't seen that Kelsey <laughs> emote in a long time. I know. <laughs> um,
1: Daredevil... I don't think Ben F likes a bad Matt Murdoch or a bad Daredevil. I think he's it's actually pretty
0: he's actually pretty good. I think um, the Electra stuff is regrettable. It's, it's regrettable. Jennifer, Jennifer Gardner is not a good not good casting for Electra. She's Farrell's, not the casting for Electra. Colin She's Farrell's not, bullseye, though, is a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. He's crazy and weird and like
1: he's bullseye-ish, I will say. Um there um I, I, I think that, yes, I think Jennifer Gardner, Jennifer Gardner, who I I I in fact love but is not right casting For Daredevil at all they were just like oh She does kicks and stuff In in that TV show so she could Play Electra is basically what what happens In there um Yeah elect for a long like Daredevil's one of those movies for a long time Where I denied that it was bad Because I had such an affection for it
0: (laughs) Uh there was Sick burn Mark nice burn Nice burn from 15 years ago Mark (laughs) Um there's this one scene in daredevil where he's ch- it's near the end of the movie and he's chasing bullseye into the church
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and bullseye turns around and I, I don't know if it's ninja stars or he took something from a church. I can't remember what it was. And he starts flicking the stuff at, mm-hmm. at daredevil and daredevil. in like just one motion, just like takes out his billy club and like catches all of it.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: like, kind of like just like menacingly stares at bullseye who then turns and runs. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a great scene. I don't, <laughs> the TV show had a lot of awesome scenes Yes, but like i still think that's one of the best scenes that could show what daredevil could do is by taking this guy who never misses and making him miss six shots in a row because daredevil catches them all
1: yeah yeah um yeah i mean look i yes i think you could daredevil. put daredevil
0: at the top of this list that's fine
1: and but to be fair people people who are listening we're not i mean the top of the list like number one we're talking about the top no, of this like, top of the bad movie the, the, the bad, bad movies enjoyable- that we enjoy. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay let's see uh, um what are other movies on here that are bad that i I enjoy um is there any more of them not really
0: uh, I, I think yeah no well let me uh, let me
1: I, I want to talk about a few I just want to spit out a few movies here and not that they belong in like with the category we're talking about right now but just movies that I think are incredibly inconsistent and are bad as a whole but have good stuff about them okay like we all know how um marcus bring up Spider Man 3 right here um Man 3 is not a good movie it's not a good movie and the venom parts especially are very bad um so it bad. was it was very clear from the outset that sam raimi did not want to do anything venom. with venom and they forced him to do it <laughs> he wanted it to be salmon in the vulture he likes the old villains they should just let him do it they should just let him do it and they didn't um, but I will say that even, and I will say, I think that like, I think that, and the movie suffers from too many villains in it because also Harry's green goblin in it. And it's just, there's too many villains in it. And it started the problem with Spider-Man movies having too many villains in them that happened as amazing Spider-Man two as well. Right. Um, but I do think there are good things about Spider-Man three. Um, and I think that this- like, the, fir- the first, like not the, maybe the first half of it is, 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 is pretty good.
0: Um, and then the second half of it is terrible the soundtrack in Spider-Man three is fantastic and they've never released it. Oh, like the, the dark suit theme from Spider-Man, I could still hear in my head and they never released it as like an actual thing you could download, which annoyed me.
1: There's stuff I disagree with here. They're talking about like, if you remove venom from it, it's, it's a fine movie. I don't think that's true. I mean, I don't know what the movie is that Sam Raimi would have made if none of that had to be forced in the script at all. But even the Sandman stuff to me, they do stuff that, and again, this is, this is indicative of all really pre-MCU comic book movies that were made, they they have they feel this intense desire to connect everything together, every bit of his origin has been connected every villain he faces. And this whole idea of rewriting it so Uncle Ben was killed by the like Sandman. the Sandman. Marco. Just always oh, like it misses the point of of what Uncle Ben is supposed to be, much like batman's parents being killed by a random person and not the joker is the point is the point of this random act of violence you know that's the point of it um and i think it misconstrues what makes their origins interesting and special um a, 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 by for the sake of trying to connect things together so i think that's a bad move for that movie in general the, um,
0: the, what they did to gwen in that movie was horrendous oh yeah like, that was
1: Bryce house howard right played Gwen yeah. in that
0: she was a good yeah. looking Gwen, but like yeah. just yeah. as like a as a plot device. And I was like, what? Yeah,
1: yeah. That I movie
0: definitely bums me out.
1: Yeah. There w- question: questions. asked in advance, will there be a DC movie list? You bet there will be, Grun. Yep. We've already been talking about that. <laughs> so that we're gonna one, figure out. We do-
0: we'll have some arguments about the DC movie list. Way uh, more than we're gonna have about this one.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so let's say Daredevil, um, you want to do Daredevil, I guess you, I hate the Punisher, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue strongly with this, this on you.
0: I think it's like, uh, I, if you want to put it in this list, you could put it towards the back end of the list. I don't feel, as, I don't feel so strongly about it that like, I feel like it, it, it's, a, it's a good, bad movie. I yeah. just like, I thought Thomas Jane was a pretty good Punisher. I don't even think, I think, the, did you ever, you, you didn't watch Warzone, right, Justin? I watched some of it. I, I think some Warzone, Warzone is-, is they, is and better I got to, than the regular, the and, regular, I got to, regular and, and i got movie. to watch some of that spirit of vengeance movie but i could not stick through it it was that <laughs> bad spirit of vengeance is terrible gonna be very close to the bottom of this list um
1: i would in this category um well here's the what do we want to do about spider-man 3 and amazing spider-man
0: 2 where do you uh, think
1: these movies kind of fluctuate because right think, now
0: we're, I, we're in a weird spot i think uh Amazing Spider-Man 2 is not it's not a great movie, but I don't think it's an outright bad movie. I think there are I think there were there are good parts in it. There are good moments in that movie, but it is overall not great. Agreed. You think Amazing Spider-Man 2 is better than Spider-Man 3? Yes. You do. I think okay. I think Spider-Man 3 is a bad movie.
1: Okay. I'm gonna put this below Daredevil. <laughs> Sorry. Mark Webb and Andrew Garfield. Emma Stone's doing fine. She doesn't, she's fine. Uh, Tom Jane, I like Tom Jane a lot, but the Punisher movie is bad. Also, why is he in Florida? Did that part <laughs> didn't make much sense. I just don't understand. The The Peter Gwen emotional beats do work in Amazing Spider-Man 2, though he does become like a Spider-Man stalker. He's like watching her while she sleeps and while she does stuff, even though she wants him to stay away. It's kind of creepy.
0: It's not, it's not great. We're just going to hand, we're going to hand wave that away just a little bit. Just hand wave it away a little bit. Also the Harry Osborn stuff is terrible. That stuff's (laughs) terrible. Oh, it's so bad when he was sitting there and he's talking to Harry as Spider-Man. I'm like, (laughs) what is this? Go away. Um, I think, uh, I think some of the action scenes in that Spider-Man movie are very good though. They are. They are. The time yeah, the Times Square bit where he slows down time and saves the mom from touching the railing by webbing her hand when she's holding mm-hmm. the baby. Great stuff. Good music. Gotcha. In that scene. Um, I think I actually think the best Spider Man theme comes from those two movies. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um I would you know, honestly,
1: before we get into the truly bad movies, we need to I talk would, about
0: Venom. We haven't talked about Venom. We we'll talk about Venom in this list. But
1: I think that the New Mutants is not a bad
0: movie. It's not. I don't think it's a great movie, but it's, it's not, not a bad movie. Yeah, It's when I watched it the other day, I was like, this felt like an old comic book movie, like what they yeah, used yes. to do. Yes. But it was still interesting seeing some of those characters. Also, I really liked magic in it. Yeah, she was good. Although and it, that was
1: the coolest thing. I was like, oh, these are characters. And that was a great, great thing about it where I was like, this is a movie in the X-Men universe ostensibly that is doing characters that we were never going to see in the X-Men movies. And that yeah. was cool to me. Yeah. I think it had really great ideas. I think it's a little underbaked. I think that there were, I, I think that there were concepts that they could have explored a little more that would have been cool. Um, I think you're right, actually, Greg. I do
0: think that New Mutants is better than Amazing Spider-Man 2. Fine, I agree. Um, it was, I, when we watched it and we were like, well, that was all right. Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't great, it wasn't good, but it wasn't, I didn't think it was bad.
1: There were some cool, like that. That last fight was pretty cool. Yes, like fighting the demon bear was pretty cool. You know, I agree. Um, so, so I'm I'm okay with that being there. Um, let's talk about Venom for a let's second. Let's talk about Venom.
0: So when Venom. I told, when, when I told Bobby to watch Venom, I was like, you have to just watch the movie and just think that Tom Hardy stumbled onto the wrong set. And he's and he's viewing this movie. Tom Hardy acts in that movie like he's in a completely different movie than everybody else around him. <laughs> it's like Tom Hardy thinks he's in some sort of weird comedy. I think yeah. and yes. everyone else in that is, is kind of playing it off as like a horror movie.
1: Yeah. Well, I think Tom Hardy probably had a better insight into how the movie was actually
0: going to play than the people making it. <laughs> 100%. But like, um, I watched it and I was like, this is batshit insanity. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: It was real crazy. Some of it makes absolutely no sense None. Uh, whatsoever. Nope. It doesn't make sense why Venom looks like Spider-Man. <laughs> nope. Because thinking like, there's no Spider-Man in the world in which he's inhabiting. Um and like for me, like the the Sony ha, ha, is doing they're doing they're doing the Morbius movie as well, right? With Jared Leto. And it's like they are they're like, okay, well, we can't just use Spider-Man where we want. So we'll just use his villains because people like the villains, right? And villain movies are always a slippery slope for me, like as far as like you you have to go you jump through so many hoops to make like a worse villain than the villain. You know, and by the end of this, they kind of do the thing where like, oh, he's not really a villain. Like, Eddie's a good guy, so he could protect him. And I'm just he's like. Ed, so,
0: yeah. But I mean, they did turn Venom in the 90s into like an antihero, but.
1: They did. They did. That's because he was so popular. That, that was like was the. So thing.
0: popular. Yeah. And the movie made a ton of money. So obviously, it's still very popular. The whole making out scene when he like the symbiote. Uh, well, I mean, we're. Try. I guess I'll try and not spoil it because there's people in here who said they haven't seen it. But like, mm-hmm. there are some weird ass scenes in that movie, but. It's. I think it has to be seen.
1: It should be seen. Also, Michelle Williams is in it, which is just just very strange. So weird. <laughs> she was like coming off like an Academy Award, and she's like, "Sure, I'll be in this movie. <laughs> let's be in this movie." Director guy that made Zombieland. Sure, let's do it. Um, and Tom Hardy continues continues to only do movies where he can talk in a weird voice, and most of the time his face is covered.
0: It's completely covered. I
1: guess. It's like, what are you saying? <laughs> that lobster? Oh, the lo—oh, the scene. Yeah, but that's one of those scenes. Cody mentions the lobster scene. That's one of those scenes where it's like Tom Hardy is like, "Oh, I'm in a screwball comedy. <laughs> I'm gonna sit in the lobster tank and then bite a lo- head off a lobster. Like, it's very strange." And there's a scene that's in the trailer where it's like Venom, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna tear off your arms and then tear off your legs, and, tear- and you're gonna be a legless, armless thing that like moves around there." And it's just so weird because the rest of the movie is painted as this, like serious like there's this out of control scientist who's doing these really terrible things and people are dying and like Tom Hardy is like eating garbage and like and talking to himself <laughs> and like doing like you know Bruce Campbell like in Evil Dead like oh I can't control my body like physical comedy Um, it's a crazy movie
0: it's a crazy um, movie but it belongs right here on the list <laughs>
1: I mean, I think it's. I think I'll say that. I think it's better than the Punisher. <laughs> Fine,
0: put it above the Punisher. I told you, I didn't feel super strongly. I just, I, I like Thomas James.
1: You mentioned the Punisher several times, my friend. Um, here's what I'll say, and this is something as we get to this part of the list, which is important. Is for me in doing these rankings, I am always going to favor something um, that is like adventurous or crazy or weird and interesting and maybe bad over something that is just like boringly bad. Like when we talk about some of the later X-Men movies, (laughs) they probably won't be the worst movies, right? They probably won't be the, the, like the the actual number 33, but they're going to be close because they're just, Boring and pointless in 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 most of their existence, um, uh that's what I'll say. Risks over blase, exactly. Mark, I mean, look, if you're doing something that's like by the book but excellent, sure, like I'll watch you and I'll be very enter- entertained by you. How do you um, feel about Angel's Hulk? Angelese Hulk is one of those movies where it is not a great movie, right? It's not even a good movie. It's sometimes a terrible movie. But it
0: swings really hard. <laughs> it try it tries its best. <laughs> it tries its I'm, best. I think I think it's fine on the list where it is right now, right after and, the Punisher.
1: And in many ways, is more interesting than like the Edward Norton Hulk movie. The Arnold Hulk movie is better. Don't get me wrong. It's better. Way but, better. But Ang Lee is least like is like. Hey, I'm like a filmmaker and i'm gonna try to do my thing or whatever because that time, that's what people did and that's the appeal to, be able to uh, like kind of way i have to remember what i'm do, doing this list is that at that time it wasn't like you got in fact it was like the opposite they were like they were like you need to take this away from what the comics are and do something else you know so i can't blame these filmmakers for doing that um hulk did fight a cloud it is true and it is bad <laughs> It is bad. This is not me saying these things are good. This is not what I'm saying. We're in bad territory here, guys. Much like you always say, all the li- things off the list are good. All the things on this list are bad. It's just, what's more entertainingly bad? What would I rather watch? Hulk or Dark Phoenix? You know, like the answer is
0: Hulk. <laughs> I actually liked it's, Eric Bana as, as uh, Bruce.
1: He's fine as Bruce. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that movie's casted
0: know? well, actually.
1: Yeah, Jennifer Connelly is is Betty, and um who's the shit heel? Who He was, was in like, Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, Mark. it's Josh Lucas. Josh Lucas. Yes. Josh Lucas. Um, it's Josh Lucas. Who plays Ross in that movie? Sam oh, Shepard. Sam Shepard? Shepard. No, Sam Shepard. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott.
0: Sam Elliott. It's, a, right? it's actually casted very well. Um, wow, everyone hates Hulk and Nick Nolte <laughs> plays dad, turns into a cloud. First, he turned into a rock, man, rock, rock monster first. He did. It's tr- it's true. It's true.
1: Uh, I'm not saying things are going to push up the Hulk. I'm just saying, like, well, here's what I'll say. is um,
0: Here's the things I'd rather watch than Hulk. I'd rather watch Punisher Warzone. <laughs> I don't feel strongly about Hulk. So if you want to put Warzone ahead of it, fine. I uh, I should finish Warzone. I didn't think it was, like, awful when I was watching it. It's just fucking crazy yeah i know it's like that video game right the, the punisher video game that came out where yeah, you like, a Watch us like kill that. people yeah <laughs> it's a lot like that this man's um, going through a meat grinder have you ever wondered what that looks like well yeah. wonder no longer
1: there's like a scene in, in like a dinner scene in one of them where punisher just kills people with like random objects <laughs> in really gross ways it's very
0: good <laughs> so put Warzone on there
1: yeah, uh, I do. I would say this. Um, who said it? Uh, Greg said it. Hulk B said it. He'd watch Blade Trinity
0: over Hulk. Come I on. Tell I can't. Come tell on. Mm. Listen, I love me. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, just like a beel. I love Tri- uh, Triple H. The, <laughs> I, freaking. There was one part where he's where Blade's like, well, what is she doing? And he, uh, he's like, oh, he, she likes to like. <laughs> kill vampires her own itunes mix you know uh-huh. what the kids do like the worst product <laughs> placement i've ever seen in anything ever ever was in that movie it's very, it's, you're, you're right the action was was okay was pretty
1: good in it fine um and wasn't um dominic purcell dracula yes right it's like do, it's like you know heat wave and
0: guy from prison break <laughs> prison break was real big at the time they were like this guy's on a rising path let's get him then when we saw him again in lake placid four
1: no we're not putting we're not putting uh blade trinity over tom jane punisher don't worry we're putting it over angley hulk is what we're saying
0: fine um i think blade trinity is a a very bad movie but it, it is but we're they're all bad movies justin yes
1: i that's fine I would rather watch Blade Trinity over the Punisher any day, <laughs> but don't see me fighting for it. Um fair okay. enough. All right. Now we really just have well, I think Spider-Man 3 belongs right below the Hulk. Let's just say that. Because it has redeeming qualities to it. It has good things about it. Okay, fine. It's a bad movie uh that has good things about it. I'll put it below the Hulk. Even though I probably would watch it over the Hulk, but um but now baby, now oh we're, we're we're just into like both boring bad and hilariously bad still <sighs> and just like overall just terrible. We're, we're we're really in like a good sweet spot here. Um I think So what do you want to do Justin? Do Cuz let's say this. I don't think X-Men Apocalypse or Dark x Men Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix are much more competently made than the rest of these movies. I was going, I
0: I was, I was, I forgot about Apocalypse. I was looking at Dark Phoenix and I was like, those could probably move up the list. They're bad movies. I mean. Yeah.
1: And boringly bad. That's the thing too. They're boringly bad. Yeah. Um, Dark Phoenix, even more so than Apocalypse. I think Apocalypse still has a little bit
0: of like the. Jennifer Lawrence said, kill me in the first five minutes of this movie (laughs) or I will not show up.
1: Apocalypse does have Olivia Munn as Psylocke. So it has that.
0: (laughs) I know, but it also has Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse. Oh, I love Oscar
1: Isaac. As like a Power Rangers character. (laughs)
0: That's what he looks like. (laughs) It was
1: something, Ivan Ooze. Well, Ivan Ooze. He looks like Ivan Ooze in that that movie.
0: There are cool scenes in Apocalypse where Xavier and uh, Apocalypse are fighting on like, you know, basically the mindscape. Yeah. And then Gene comes in and goes all Phoenix on everybody. Yeah. That was fine. Like, yeah, I, I definitely uh, Apocalypse above Dark Phoenix. But. Yeah. Yeah. Because,
1: I, I, you know, I feel like these... Okay, so... Okay, we're gonna put these here. Right here. There we go. What we have left... Let's just read out what we have left, Justin, for the people at home. Electra. Fantastic Four 2005, I'll call it, because that's... Fantastic Four and the Rise of Silver Surfer, X-Men The Last Stand, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, X-Men Origins Wolverine, and the Fantastic Four movie from
0: 2015. Man, this is tough. This is a tough Oh, you are (laughs)
1: absolutely, Mark is right. Simon Kinberg, who is responsible for a lot of these movies that are left on this list, is having a very bad day at
0: the end of this list. (laughs) They should stop letting that person make movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... All these are fucking awful movies that made they me feel terrible. bad about being a comic book fan. Um, Alejandro, I it was you who said it. Somebody in there, somebody I'm looking for Alejandro. I, I want to see. I can't find his freaking everything he said. I'm pretty sure Alejandro was trying to get those original FF movies like way up the list before. He was. Somebody no, it was said in it. our
1: in our like Daredevil section. He was talking yeah. about it being there. No, Alejandro, those are bad movies. Greg, Ghost B- Rider Dark Phoenix is not a bad starting point. Here's what I'll say. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I will tell you. Orange, Origins. No.
0: No. I hate X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> X Men Origins Wolverine is so bad. All right. Look. Fine. Chris Evans was a very good Johnny Storm. Here, here's what I'll say. I don't.
1: I don't harbor huge hate for Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. It has two elements which are actually pretty decent. One of which is, of course, Chris Evans's Johnny Storm. The other one is Lawrence Fishburne voicing the Silver Surfer.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is cool. <laughs> you know? Um. So I would probably put that as the top of this bad one. They do <laughs> Dave is right. They once again fight a cloud. <laughs> fucked up Galactus so bad, though. But they say the word Galactus. Isn't Galactus a cloud in, like, one of the, in the ultimate universe or something? He was, yeah. He was. At one point. And at the time, they they all had the, they all had giant boners for, like, yeah, we're gonna do it, but it's maybe the ultimate universe. So, you know, it's no, But also,
0: they were like, well, this is, this thing, these, like, you know, organism that would come and, like, wipe out a planet was more believable than a giant man in a purple suit. Yes,
1: but how cool it would
0: have been to see a giant man in purple suit great. <laughs> standing over it? All right, it. so fine. It. You make a good point that Chris Evans is fine. It is a Chris Evans was a good Johnny Storm, and mm-hmm. The Surfer was rad. Although yeah. they they messed up Doom so bad, they messed yes, up. Yes. They messed up uh, freaking Reed so bad and Sue so bad. They didn't mess up. I
1: mean, looks wise, the thing looks terrible in that rubbery suit. But Chickles is good. He's good as Ben As, Grim.
0: as Ben Grimm.
1: Yeah. So I think it belongs. That's a good place for it to be. Fine. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, maybe the original Ghost Rider can be next.
0: I mean, it's again we're in all bad here. It's Nick Cage. It is Nick Cage. Is it, it has that going for it. Yeah. <sighs> um,
1: I only saw the Ghost original Ghost Rider once. Uh, here's the thing, uh, and Marcus saying Dark Things feels high. Dark Phoenix isn't a good movie, but it is a it's perfectly competently made movie. There is nothing like terrible about Dark Phoenix. It's just boring. painfully boring and mediocre. Like that—that yeah. that is what it is. the rest of these movies are not even really competently made. So, like, I have to we have to at least put them
0: below Like I, competently made bad movies. I got to I get to watch Fassbender run around being Magneto one more time. So that wasn't.
1: Uh, Dark Phoenix and Dark, the, the franchise was already dead because it got bought by Marvel.
0: Yeah, you know, it wasn't coming back anyway. It wasn't coming back anyway, <laughs> so it wasn't gonna happen. Um, it's a horrendous. Like to me, it's it's like it's the height of this was pointless. Why did you make this? Yes and I was bored to death watching it.
1: Yeah, so it, like they they have Nightcrawler in both Apocalypse and in uh, in Dark Phoenix and. He's nowhere like, even close to as good as the movie that was made 17 years before it. You know, it, it's just crazy. The rest of the list is very bad. <laughs> so Justin, I'm ask you for a gut check, okay? Which of these movies you'd rather watch? Elektra, Fantastic either of the Fantastic Four movies, X-Men The Last Stand, Ghost Rider, x mens Origins
0: Wolverine, or Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Ghost Rider. Only because I've seen it once and I'd be like, I would be like, should I watch this? Maybe I should watch this again okay. and see what it was like. I will say, to be fair to another movie on this list.
1: um, The Last Stand, ha- I have, is not only is it a bad movie, but I also have a giant axe to grind with it because how it was made. <laughs> so like it, it gets pushed farther down in my head.
0: What's your axe um, to grinds?
1: Well, because you know, they um they went ahead and pushed it forward with Brett Ratner oh, instead of that's making right. it Yeah, instead of, well now, I mean Brian Brian Singer's a garbage person, so who cares? But like at the time it was like they set up dark they set up Phoenix at the end of X two in like a really cool way, and mm-hmm. then they just like jettisoned it. There are some there are some moments in X three that aren't terrible, right? And I think like Kelsey Grammer is sort of like an inspired choice to play Beast, you know? Um
0: but yeah Um and there's also an awful person. So <laughs> uh, who played Kitty Pride? Was it Ellen Page? Ellen, Ellen page, page. Yes. Played, yeah. W- but they literally said, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Vinny Jones. Did. Vinnie Jones should not have been. <laughs> Vinnie Jones belongs in one
1: very specific <sighs> type of movie where his like his thing just works. Everything else doesn't belong because he's a terrible actor. <laughs> if he's not made by Guy Ritchie. Or isn't the guy Richie like ouvoie of like British gangster film? Like he doesn't belong in anything. Lots of garbage people ironically attached to the X movies. Very true. Um Oh, it was so bad. Um so Ghost Rider, then I would say. I mean, I feel like the last stand goes here, probably.
0: Yeah, probably. It's very bad, but probably I, I, I would watch The Last Stand over X Men Origins Wolverine. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, um,
1: oops. And then probably the first Fantastic Four movie.
0: I mean, it also, it's, most it's of the still same ha- reasons it still we... has yeah for yeah. the first one. It still has Chickles. It still has uh, yeah Chris Evans. Yeah, it does. Oh boy, these 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 movies down here though. Quick story about the Fantastic
1: Four and what it almost was compared to what it ended up being. Peyton Reed, who is now famous for directing the Ant Man movies, right for Marvel, at the time had just had just made a movie called Down with Love with um, uh, Ewan McGregor and Renee Zellweger, and it was very like stylish and like like retro feeling, and he was supposed to make a Fantastic Four movie set in the 60s with, like, that sort of style, like, set in the time where they were originally created. And that was supposed to be a Fantastic Four movie. Um, And then Tom Tim Tom Rothman, who was the Fox chairman at the time, who's notoriously, like, hated, like, comic book movies and just did whatever he wanted to and just put whoever he felt like it was gonna be the next big thing in a movie. He was responsible for Tim's story. The guy directed Barbershop for them making the movie because Barbershop was... Um, was like very popular. So they were like, oh, this guy directed this comedy. He can direct this giant action movie. And they just put him in there. And that's what happened. (sighs) So yeah, there's that. Um, uh, okay. So man, man. So I would say next would be, he did do taxi with Jimmy Fallon. That's true. And Queen Latifah, correct? Other people in that movie? Um,
0: I don't know. This is very tough. I, I, uh... (sighs) That Fantastic Four movie was literally the thing that was like, well, Bobby and I are never doing another comic book movie review (laughs) because Fantastic Four broke (laughs) us. It was so, it was exceptionally terribly bad. So, like, I'll never forget with that movie. So we had heard that it was going to be a train wreck, like yes. a dumpster fire. Yeah. And then that first trailer came out for it, where they had the voiceover and it was just like, it's us to us. It's up to us to like be the beacons for like the yeah. next generation and stuff. And I remember I texted you and I was like, this doesn't look like a garbage fire. Like they're, they're, they were stealing stuff from the ultimate universe, but uh, it looked like it could be something. Like they showed the thing breaking mm-hmm. out of his, like his rock form. And I was like, this is, this could be great. Not great. This could be good, hopefully. And then I remember watching it, and you're like, you have to go watch the movie. And I went to Cora Movie Lands, which is like this <laughs> decrepit theater right by Bobby and in my house. <laughs> and I sat there in the theater by myself and watched it, and it was just like, holy shit. Yeah. This thing is very bad. bad. We had to review it on Ton Comics because,
1: because Bob refused to watch it refused to watch it because he's obviously loves fantastic four and he he couldn't deal with it and nobody else wanted to watch it so justin and i basically just did it together um (laughs) mark
0: (laughs) i i remember being like like emotionally angry because at the end uh michael michael jordan is joking with the the thing Mm -hmm. and like cracks like a one-liner at him and it was just like nowhere in the movie did they these two ever establish a relationship where this would no. be okay. No, not at all.
1: <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's bad. And again, once again, find, d- d- didn't do Doctor Doom the
0: way that no, should have been done. No, and it's like, I could find the good in almost anything. I could be like, well, you know, it wasn't that bad. And that movie yeah. makes me mad. And I still yeah. don't think it's the worst movie on this list. It might not even be the last two.
1: <laughs> so let's see. I think... Fantasy Four, probably X-Men Origins
0: Wolverine is next. X-Men's Origins uh Wolverine, the Wolverine movie is really bad. It's really like, terrible. It's, it's like it's a, it it could be the worst one on this list.
1: Yeah. It could be. There's something I always remember about um uh X-Men Origins Wolverine, because they make that such a big deal right in X2. Um, there's a scene right where uh I think it's Bobby. Yeah, it's that scene right before the the, 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 the really great uh scene where the, the strikers commandos come to like take the school, right? And Wolverine goes off like a berserk on him. Yeah. Um he has the claws out and Bobby asks him if it hurts when they come out and he goes every time.
0: And then no, in, he says that he says that he says that in the first movie when uh rogue asks him if if it when uh I they thought come that was the next two. No, it's one hundred percent X one.
1: Oh, X Men. What are you? And then, and then, um, and then in X Men Origins Wolverine, he's like, "Ching, ching, 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 ching." I'm gonna open a can with these. I'm gonna
0: do this. I'm gonna do that. It's just very bad. The helicopter when he jumps from the motorcycle uh-huh. to the helicopter. Yeah, I remember watching the trailer and being like, "I don't want to watch this at all." And then they <laughs> did Gambit,
1: and oh, oh yeah, they did do Gambit. I forgot Gambit. Of course, and of course, there's like the Deadpool stuff, where they sew Ryan Reynolds' mouth
0: shut. In it it's so bad <laughs> um it might be the it might be the worst movie on this list it's not the worst it's the most one of the most disappointing ones for sure it's not the worst oh uh, it's so bad
1: because there is again there is some competence in the way that it is made right it, it is a terrible movie it's less competent than the other movies you talked about higher up on the list or whatever higher up on the list um uh as an example that gambit doesn't exist but it's memorable um i will say the one the one good thing i think about excellent origin wolverine is i think that leo shriver is pretty good uh saber tooth yeah he was um everything else fuck it <laughs> pretty much
0: <laughs> but i'm gonna put it i mean it's better than electra you know Okay. Uh I mean, it, no. It like doesn't even feel good to say okay. I yeah. feel like I'm like I. I feel like we talk about a movie and it's just like oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Electra is really bad, but I don't want to reward this movie by moving it up the list at all. Let's just all tie them for last place. No, we can't do that. Here's what I would say: the last three,
1: I would say Ghost Rider, Electra, Fantastic Four.
0: Electra is really bad. Electra's very bad. Is Electra yes. worse than the Fantastic Four movie? The, the Fantastic Four movie at least had interesting visuals. It did. But here's the other part of the Fantastic Four movie that's so bad. They made two other bad
1: ones already. And they did not learn <laughs> how to make a good one.
0: Elektra's really bad, though. There's not a single redeeming thing about Elektra. Elektra not is a very, very bad. Not thing about Elektra. Elektra's very, very bad. The, they, the, the only redeeming thing they could have done is if they, if they freaking tied in Ben Affleck back into the movie, and they did, and then cut it out. (laughs) (laughs) They watched that Jennifer Gardner movie, that Jennifer Gardner in Daredevil, and were like, let's double down on this. Well, you have to remember, at that time, Jennifer Gardner was incredibly popular. I know she was incredibly popular. All right.
1: If you guys feel that strongly, I will put Electra last. Because here's the thing. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is a terrible movie. It's it's a terrible movie, but
0: it's also it is fucking insane. crazy.
1: Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> exactly. And like, I can't remember those dudes' names because they made the Crank movies as well. I can't remember their names. They're, they're brothers. I don't know what the fuck their names are. Um I've never really liked any of their movies, but they certainly, certainly have a style about how they make movies. Yeah, And I will say that I remember, and I watched like a trailer, I feel like, Um like, uh, like recently, just to see what it looked like. The flaming skull looks pretty good
0: <laughs> in yeah, that fine. movie.
1: Um uh Okay, so here we go. Neville Dean and Taylor. That's what it is. Neville Dean Taylor. Thank you, Mark. I knew Mark. Would, I knew
0: Mark would come through. Um, I saw Electra in the in the theaters. And I, I saw a luxury it. in the
1: Theaters* too. I, I saw, saw most I of these
0: movies in the theater. <laughs> yeah, I did, too. I walked out of that movie feeling upset.
1: Um, there's a there's a scene in that movie where he, like, pisses fire in Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. I saw it in the movie theater. I barely remember it because it came out when? 2011. So it came out nine years ago. Um, I saw it in the theater and was like, wow, this is terrible. <laughs> but right. I remember it being insane.
0: Like, I think Batman Superman could win an Academy Award (laughs) compared to Electro. A little
1: preview of the DC list. And I think the DC list, we're going to end up, we we just just have to decide how we're going to do the list because DC is not so clear about what is a universe movie and what's not and, you know, whatever. So we
0: have to figure out how we're going to handle that. If it has, for me, I think if we do the DC list, if, if the word DC appears in front of, you know, Warner Brothers, like. I mean if I'll we do that we back, have to go all the way back to Donner to... Superman. That's where we have to start. Uh oh, Donner Superman so far though.
1: Yeah, but we have to start. I mean, to be fair. There's the Donner Superman movies and then there's like 10 years and then there's the, the Burton Batman movies.
0: I was going to start They're, with that. They were not making a lot you of wanna... But I know. But if you want to no, go back to Donner. We got
1: to start with the Donner movies. All if right. we're going to do all you can't you can't you can't exclude. Especially cuz every Superman thing that's come out after that has basically been like bowing down to it. So, um all right, let's read this list really quick read the list all right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get the mouth feel of this list i'm gonna read it though from worst to best because we went the other way already all right um the worst non-mcu marvel movie is electra then we have we're all losers for a lot of this list all right um and we're the real losers because we've seen all these movies um electra fantastic four ghost rider spirit of vengeance x-men origins wolverine fantastic four x-men the last stand ghost rider Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Dark Phoenix, X-Men Apocalypse, Spider-Man 3, Hulk, Blade Trinity, Punisher Warzone, The Punisher, Venom, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, The New Mutants, Daredevil, The Amazing Spider-Man, X-Men, Blade, Spider-Man. And here's our top 10, The Wolverine, X-Men First Class, Deadpool 2, Blade 2, X-Men 2, number five, X-Men Days of Future Past, number four, Deadpool, number three, Spider-Man, number two, Logan, and number one, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's a good list. You know I come away with doing this list, Justin? Please tell me. They made a lot of fucking X-Men movies. They really did. <laughs> and X-Men-related movies. They made a lot of them. Um, Sorry, number three is Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Sorry. You. Number three is Spider-Man 2. I'm sorry, Mark. You're right. Spider Man 2. Thank you for checking me on that one. Spider Man 2 is number 3. Number 3 on this list, number one in your hearts, Spider-Man 2. Um Yeah, that's the list.
0: Um I, I just noticed something we'll have to talk about after we hang uh, after we end this call.
1: We have su- okay. subscriber
0: subscriber badges now that I didn't notice.
1: Yes, I did. I said that last time. So oh, I you weren't there, that. you were drunk. That's why you were drunk.
0: I was very drunk. <laughs> That's I, was you didn't hear I was extremely drunk on Friday.
1: Cody, me, how the fuck is Logan number one, not number one? Also, me. Ah, oh, yes, yeah, Spider Verse. Um, I'll say this: the top, the top ten, all good movies. Top ten, all good movies. The top, the top five, all I think are very
0: good movies. Very
1: good movies. The top three, great movies. That's what I would say. This is what I would say.
0: I would Um, agree. uh, It's nice to come to a list and agree with things. Yeah, it turns out it's easier
1: easier us to agree on these things that are actually very bad. (laughs) Because we don't care as much about them. No, top 10 feels good. Even the top, like, the top 13 are all good. You know? Um you know um so there you go yeah top 10 is good i like that. Uh, it's we can't, we can't wait the we before i started i was like i don't know how many actually good movies heroes. There are here there're 10 i think there's about 13 good movies <laughs> like like you know fully good movies and then probably you know a little more like
0: oh, some some partly good some of it really I think bad. the bad uh, the bad movies start at 15 yeah i'd say 15 i'd say 15
1: i love daredevil but no it's not very good
0: i would i was shocked you agree with me about daredevil i was like oh man he's gonna make fun of me no man no 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 we've never talked talked about that movie i
1: held a big torch for daredevil for a long time for a long time um also i just love daredevil as a character so i was like very very hungry for daredevil content you know at the time um Oh, yeah, and what's his name? What's his name? Oh, my God. Guy played Kingpin. I was thinking of his uh, name
0: before. Michael something. Michael, what's his name, Mark? He was in Armageddon. Yeah, it's in the Green Mile.
1: Why can't I remember his name? Because all, all I can think of is Chickless. My brain is stuck on I know. I'm just...
0: I, well, I, I'm thinking, Douglas keeps popping up, and I'm like, no, it's Michael. Michael Clark Duncan. Duncan. There
1: you go, Michael Clark Duncan. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> Mark from the bathroom is like I know this. I know, I know this! this. Michael Clark Dinkin.
1: Um yes, RIP he did he did pass away. Um Um oh and there's that great it's not great but that, scene, that line at the end where you know he's like where, where Michael Clark Dinkins all like I'm going to get you, Daredevil. devil. Like when he's like, you know, he's like broken. Um uh, he's like, I'm gonna tell everybody who you are. And he goes, Yeah, you know, everybody in prison you got your ass beat by a blind man, and they like walks away. I was like, badass. <laughs> um, Um. Michael Clark Duncan, yeah. Uh all right. Um that that's fun. gonna do it for the list. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. We we made the list. We made the list, and I'm I'm pretty happy with it. So um if you aren't subscribed to the podcast, please uh, do so. Um, I believe it's all uh, available on all podcasting services, and I believe I haven't got a chance to check this yet. If this if this still works or not, it should work. But let me know if it doesn't. Anybody in the chat, um, you can subscribe there as well. Let me know if it's broken or not because I might have to fix it. Um, and because it was being like weird when I set it up, because um, AWS was down at the time, so like Anchor wasn't really loading. It worked. Okay, good, perfect. Um, you can find us there. You can find this panels and pictures there. You can also find our gaming podcast there. Um, and you can you can, like I said, watch us every Monday night, 9 p.m. on twitch.tv slash misadventure land. If you want to watch the show live, be part of the, the live chat, go over it. Um next week we'll be back with our gaming podcast, I believe. That's um yes, right, Justin? Say that again. We're we doing the gaming podcast next week.
0: Yes, I think so. Okay.
1: Gaming podcast next week. Check that out. Um, subscribe, tell your friends, share. Um, the stream schedule for this week, I will be streaming Demon's Souls on Wednesday and Friday. I'm going to put a schedule out tomorrow morning. Wednesday and Friday, usual time. I will be streaming some Demon's Souls. Trying to get myself farther in the game because I'm only playing it on stream, so I need to not get out of practice. God bless you. <laughs> God bless me, indeed. We'll make our way more through Demon Souls. We're going to take down that um, spider. Mark, um, you can toss a link to it, and is there a link uh, that you can toss in the chat, or at least tell people at home what the name is? I'll read it out here, but if, for people in the chat, our our good friend Mark um, is starting a, um, is, is in a movie podcast that's premiering tomorrow. What's the name of the podcast, Mark, when people search for it? What's the name of the pod, Mark? Hall of Fame Podcast Featuring Movies. All right, search for that. Um, and we'll get a link in the show notes once we once link. And um, also our, our good friend Cody does a Destiny podcast called The Darkness Zone. So check that out as well. Um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Bobby Shortle, Justin.
0: I'm at Justin underscore says underscore hey. And like I said, follow us
1: on Instagram uh, at TV. Um We'll be back uh, for more streaming during the week and a podcast next week. But until then, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to everyone who's been watching and listening. Until next time, be good to one another. Later.
0: These two great friends agree a lot, but when they don't, then the shit gets hot. Though there's C-plus in their gameplay, their commentary gets an A. So boys, girls, black, white, brown, and blue, if you're... Com-